May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. The letter of James writes, Be doers of the word and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. Today in our lectionary cycle, we start studying the book of James, the infamous book of James. For some people, uh, the book of James is is the, the letter that says, faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. And this made a lot of people nervous during the time of the Reformation, particularly Martin Luther, the great reformer. Martin Luther even thought that we should remove James entirely from the Bible. He said that this is the epistle of straw. I think he later recanted that statement when he got older and wiser, presumably. But nonetheless, we find the letter of James in our holy scriptures, and it has been commended to us uh, as the word of God. So I think we should take it seriously. So here we are in the book of James. And this is where I think Luther and a lot of people get off track when they read from the book of James. Luther was primarily concerned with the doctrine of justification, while James is primarily concerned with the doctrine of sanctification. Are y'all still with me? The doctrine of justification versus the doctrine of sanctification. Those are big, fancy seminary words, but they really aren't that hard to understand. The doctrine of justification simply says how we are made right before God. And we are made right before God through Jesus Christ. There is nothing that we can do uh, to, to make us right other than the mercy given in Jesus Christ. So we are justified because of who Christ is. End of story. The doctrine of sanctification is all about what happens after we know we're justified. What happens after we know that we are beloved children of God? What happens when we know that nothing can take away the name we are given in Christ Jesus? So that's what sanctification is about. It's about the practical life of a Christian. What is, what is our Christian responsibility? This is not about earning our way into heaven as some people started to to say with the doctrine of justification. Rather, sanctification is about what is our Christian responsibility now that we know that we are justified in Christ. Um, and, and, And I think that's an important distinction to make here on True Religion Sunday. A lot of people call today True Religion Sunday. Our colleague says, increase in us true religion. And I don't think Uh, It has anything to do with the fact that uh, Alabama's true religion started yesterday with Alabama and Auburn football. Uh, That is actually, what what does James here say? I might, um, this is, their religion is worthless. I love college football as much as anyone, but eventually that kind of religion is going to let us down, no matter what kind of fan you are. Nonetheless, today is True Religion Sunday. Uh, and, uh, and, and on True Religion Sunday, we are reminded that religion doesn't work because we fear condemnation. I think a lot of people use religion uh, as, a, as a weapon uh, to make us, to scare us into God. Uh, religion doesn't work because we are obligated under the law. God tried that. He gave us law after law after law, and we failed to live into that law again and again. Rather, the true religion of God works because of the promise of 
of mercy. We grow into true religion because of the promise of mercy, because of our justification uh, outside of our works or anything that we have done. And on this True Religion Sunday, as I consider what it means to be a doer of the Word, I think about my own vocation and what it means for me to be a doer of the Word. A part of my calling is to, to visit the, the sick and the lonely, those who uh, might be for, forgotten in this world. Uh, and at any given time, there are 25 to 30 people on that list of people that I'm called to, to visit. And uh, as I look at that list, it's sometimes overwhelming, sometimes I forget, sometimes uh, I'm motivated by fear that I might upset someone if I don't go visit them today, sometimes I'm motivated because my contract tells me that this is what I'm supposed to do, but that isn't true religion. That's not true religion at all. That is, uh, as, as James says, worthless religion. So if I ever find myself in that place where I'm, I feel motivated out of obligation or motivated out of fear, I'm called to prayer. I'm called to my knees to say, Lord, have mercy. And in that prayer, Lord, have mercy, I remember the mercy that I'm given each and every day by our Lord Jesus Christ. I remember those who visited me when I was sick those who wrote kind letters of encouragement when I was down. And when I remember that mercy that is shown to me, my heart is softened, my, my heart is softened, and I look at that list with a sense of joy, uh, a sense of uh, encouragement that this is what I get to do. I get to visit people and tell them that God loves them. How wonderful. That's the best job in the world. And I find joy in my religion. That is true religion when it is born out of mercy. So I don't know, uh, uh, you all have a different way of living into your religion, of living into your vocation as doers of the word. Some of us are, are choir leaders. Some of of us are teachers, some of us work at the food pantry. We all have different things that we do to be doers of the word. And I know just as well as you know that sometimes this can feel like a burden rather than a blessing. So if it does begin to feel like a burden rather than a blessing, I invite you to hit your knees and say, Lord, have mercy. And remember why you were doing what you were doing in the first place. And I bet it's because somewhere along the way, someone showed you mercy. And I pray that that mercy soften your heart and give you joy in what you do. Soften your heart so you can rediscover the joy of your calling. For ultimately, true religion, the true religion that we're talking about, is all about the attitude of the heart. It's all about the attitude of the heart. Jesus says uh, to the Pharisees, it's not what's on the outside that defiles but it's what's on the inside. It's our heart that matters. Jesus wants our heart. And Jesus calls these Pharisees hypocrites. Now we use the word hypocrite differently than Jesus used the word hypocrite. We say hypocrite uh, when, you, when you say you're going to do something and you actually don't do it. This is not what Jesus is talking about. These Pharisees say they're going to do it and they actually do it. But they're hypocrites because they're boasting in their own good works. They're boasting in themselves. They're saying, look at me, look how good I am, look at how well I follow the law. That is not our true religion. Uh, true religion, remember, relies on the mercy of God, relies on the work that God has done in Christ. Because otherwise, 
That kind of religion that depends on our own good works leads to coldness and hardness of heart, right? It shuts us off to compassion. It shuts us off to works of mercy. It makes us forget that the mercy we ourselves have received in Jesus Christ. So remember mercy. Uh, a, a, A final point as we remember what it means to live in to our calling, live into the law. I posted on Facebook this week a quote from James. Uh, It says, um, let everyone be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, uh, for your anger does not produce God's righteousness. And a lot of people said, I've really tried to do this, but I failed. I really want to do this, but it's hard to do sometimes. And I agree. And that's what we're supposed to do when we look at the law of God. When we look at the law of God, how can we not be humbled to the point where we cry, Lord, have mercy. This is what our religion is all about. It's calling us to find mercy because it is through mercy that we are grafted to the law. It is through mercy that we find joy in, in the law. It is through mercy that we, we are sanctified, right? That we are given over to the good works that God gives us in Jesus Christ. When we say the Decalogue during Lent, we say all those commandments. We, and what do we say? We said, Lord, have mercy. Incline our hearts to keep this law. It is mercy. It is gratitude that makes us want to be the light that God is calling us to be in Christ. So on this Labor Day weekend, remember that our work in God's kingdom is not about our labor. It's not about our work. Rather, work in God's kingdom is made possible through the labor of Christ crucified. A work that announces the promise of God's mercy once and for all. So the may the promise of mercy sanctify and make holy your life in such a way where you become doers of the word, doers of the word with joy, a word that promises salvation and justification to all through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.